thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 82. I grant thou wert not married to my muse, and therefore mayest without a taint a look. The dedicated words which writers use of their fair subject, blessing every book. Thou art as fair in knowledge as in hue, finding thy worth a limit past my praise, and therefore art enforced to seek anew some fresher stamp of the time-bettering days. And do so, love. Yet, when they have devised what strained touches rhetoric can lend, thou truly fair wert truly sympathised in true plain words by thy true telling friend and their gross painting might be better used where cheeks need blood, in thee it is abused. That was Sonnet 82 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chatterley, and I am joined by a smirking... <laughs> Thierry Healers, I just, just like the just the tone of pride in your voice as you said your name after reading that song. <laughs> I was very proud of that. I was... I... <laughs> It is a stupidly complicated phrasing and just... I got into a flow, though. There's a flow in that. In the second half, it gets very kind of... Quite, ah, yeah. Good. What strange touches rhetoric can lend, thou truly fair, what truly sympathise. It's very... It, it feels very Shakespearean. I know that's quite an obvious thing to say, but I can I can picture a Shakespearean actor on stage sort of arms gesticulating wildly while they're saying it. That's weird. I, I just, just every time I, I see that, I just think of the Shakespearean Doctor Who, the the, the drunk who had no idea <laughs> what to write. Uh, there was, yeah, that was a good episode of Doctor Who. I quite liked that. That 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 was when when the the psychic paper part the partially psychic paper didn't work on Shakespeare, and that's how we knew he was a genius. Um. Doctor Who. That's that was that was old Russell T Davis Doctor Who. So new Who, but old new Who. <laughs> that was useful. That to all the geeks out there, like ah, oh, I know exactly old, what you mean. Old, old new, new who. who. Yes, with Martha, not with Rose. <laughs> so it's kind of middle old new Who is where we are with that. That's, that that is how you you calculate Doctor Who. Yeah, not by series or by Doctor. I mean the Doctors are wrong now anyway. Yes, exactly. The number bloody Moffat. <laughs> I I like the fact I, I I am so hoping that John Hurt turns out to be the Doctor who killed all the Time Lords. Oh, he is. Oh, he's got to be. He killed all the Time Lords and the Daleks, but and and because of that, can't have the Doctor name. That's surely the only way that can go. It is Moffat, though. He he'll find a way to just do something. <laughs> yeah. He, he'll they'll be it'll be like what's her face, the the girl, the current companion. Uh. She has always been there, even though you have never seen her before. Yes, I, and I'm, I'm perfectly adamant. Sorry, we're completely off, but I'm adamant the newer series would have been better if she hadn't been the companion. Or or she had been the companion, but in the background of every episode, you also saw her there doing something. So uh, in, in in the background of certain scenes in the in the current series, you would see her again doing things and manipulating things and it would have made the payoff a lot bigger but no yeah yeah no it doesn't work like that because i'm fairly sure moffat doesn't know the ending of a season when he starts writing the beginning of a season 
He could have planned that just years ago, though. Yeah, and had. Or just if he he if he had the idea now, plant start planting her in episodes now, and then give the payoff two or three years from yeah. now. Because he has that power with that show. That I mean, that's the. Well, yeah, they're not just gonna kick him off, and it's not gonna get cancelled. Yeah, so bizarre. Anyway, let's let's we we saved the Doctor Who rants. <laughs> this is this is probably about as far removed from Shakespeare and Silence as you could get. <laughs> Doctor Who discussion. It's cool. It's cool. We're back with the rival uh, poet here, though. Maybe the Doctor is uh, the rival poet. <laughs> oh no! Now I'm gonna have to write that into a Doctor Who episode <laughs> if I ever get to write one. So where where why 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 do you think the the you go run with that thought? Tell me about it. What the doctor no, being no, the rival no, poet? The rival poets in this this sonnet. <sighs> it it just, just... <sighs> I'm trying to find a specific line that says rival poet. I, I don't think there is one, is there? But, but... <laughs> that that's why I kind of it, it's just just I don't know. That's just kind of the the I want to say vibe, but that's not really a word word for a uh, for poetry. Just when you read it, it just felt like he was attacking someone again. Yeah, I, I suppose there's uh, the, the beginning of it. I, I grant thou wert not married to my muse, and therefore mayest without attainment uh, look the dedicated words which writers use of their fair subject. That that in a way is saying you weren't married to my muse, isn't so you weren't solely having to be uh, only have one relationship with my muse. Um, therefore, you mayest without attainment uh, look for dedicated words, so you may go off and inspire other poets, I guess. is You could read that beginning of their fair subject, blessing every book. So the fair youth is allowed to go bless every book and is allowed to essentially be the muse for other people because he's not married to Shakespeare. But also, as he has said before, other people aren't allowed to use him as a muse because then Shakespeare will get incredibly jealous. <laughs> He's mine, <laughs> and then Shakespeare will will lambast them in in his his sonnets. I mean, he says at the end, "Thou truly fair, wert truly sympathised in true plain words by thy true telling friend." It's just a saying like, "Yeah, maybe maybe there is this other dude who 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 says how beautiful you are, but that's about as many words as he can use." <laughs> just just yeah, I, I suppose that's a bit of kind of I I can. I can worship you far better because I have a far greater vocabulary. I have more skill. I can I can give a truer representation. Pretty, pretty of much, you. pretty much. I mean, he goes as far as saying it is almost unjust that they are writing about you, as that their gross painting might be better used where cheeks need blood. In thee it is abused. <sighs> well, he's just like saying they they're just they they're almost destroying your beauty by writing about it in in the way that i suppose I, I i don't know if it would have been when kids paint pictures of of especially women's faces they have the big blotches of red paint on the cheeks for the kind of rouged cheeks so it's yeah, in my head yeah. it's kind of a reference to that is that their way of saying you are are blushing is to smother you in red paint there there's no delicacy there's no there's no subtlety to what they're saying Whereas Shakespeare is is a true master of the written form. He uses just the dust of uh, of red and not. Uh, yeah, he has very gentle verse. He does he's very gentle verse? No, he's, he doesn't slap it on with a trowel, like 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 <laughs> like people going out on a Saturday night at two a.m. 
just, just oh, down to some God, club no. to to in their mini skirts and their bras and their hair. They do look that way though. If you see girls going out, well, not all the girls. I'm generalising, obviously. <laughs> go, going out on a Friday or Saturday night in Britain, they just they they do that. They have too much red on their cheeks, and they're just. It's quite a British thing I as well, know. isn't it? Yeah, they they try to be very very classy, but they just look like farmers who discovered lipstick. It, it's just <laughs> that's a brilliant description. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. We we have the, uh, a culture in our country because we do have yeah, American listeners and and quite a few European listeners, I think, of of what what gets turned binge drinking, um, which is oh god on on yeah. Friday and Saturday nights people drinking four, five, six times their weekly allowance in alcohol. It's it's and and along with that goes a certain stereotypical way of dressing and and for girls it is uh, huge heels, mini skirts, and a very very skimpy top with huge amounts of makeup and I just knocked my microphone huge amount of makeup and yeah it, it, it's a very odd thing and and the men just get into fights and throw up and then get into fights some more and then slip up in their sick and then have sex with a girl in their sick on the floor while people are fighting around them it's kind of yeah 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 and policemen just standing there smiling yeah well that that's what's happening in Cardiff the main St Mary Street is called the main street where all the clubs are. There's just policemen just just walking around, just looking at all the people, just lying on the floor. Girls throwing up on the pavement, just sitting down. It, it it's just yeah, it's a very classy country. And, and the the uh, non-British family who runs the kebab stores or chip shops and things like that are both these people's best mates. You're wonderful. And why don't you go back to your own country? I'll have a large kebab and chips, mate. You're wonderful. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I love you. You're stealing our yeah. jobs. That's oh, the best chips I have ever had in my well, life. You put a bit more curry sauce on there, mate. <laughs> it's very, yeah, very weird. But that image that last image of, of and their gross painting might be better used is is kind of the image i get it's the this makeup is meant to to enhance your beauty not to be to to smother i guess yeah yeah it's it's meant to just underline your natural beauty rather than just covering everything which up is, and... which is why thierry wears mascara and and um guyliner I have glitter on my fingernails. And... Enhancing his natural beauty. <laughs> um, Hi, that's totally how I'm going to turn up to your 30th birthday. <laughs> and that would be awesome. And there will be photos of that online if you do. Um, so what else? Let's see what else is in there in there um, in this sonnet. Um, um some fresher tamp I, I quite like the line some fresher stamp of time bettering days so it, it's at the end and therefore art enforced to seek anew some fresher stamp of time bettering days I, uh, it's just quite a nice again it's very Shakespearean language it, it's lovely though art fair in knowledge as in hue finding thy worth a limit past my praise and therefore art enforced to seek anew some fresher stamp of their time bettering days it's just lovely. I quite like this sonnet. Uh, just maybe not for the what it's saying, but in the 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 pattern and the the patter you get into when you're reading it. I quite I quite like. 
Mm. I mean, I'm surprised by that thou art as fair in knowledge as in hue. I mean, up until now, the fair youth has mainly been described as a bit of a simpleton and, and, and actually having a not not the best character. Yeah, having quite a horrid personality. And now he's fair in knowledge. Yeah, but I suppose there is a difference between. I don't know. I don't think he's been been sold as an airhead. He's definitely been sold as a not a very nice person. But I mean, he. Yeah, I guess you can you can know a lot and still be a bit of a twat. Yeah. and and I, I guess that's it. I mean, but that that's interesting that that in that day and age to be uh, fair in knowledge would imply that the fair youth comes from a fairly wealthy family. Because there would have been that is that is true. You education was but, not accessible yeah. to everyone at the time. There was no state schooling, so this this if that's the case, this I mean it it's still quite a wide area because anyone from kind of anyone who had a trade would be able to afford to send their children to school if they if they so chose. I mean Shakespeare's dad was a, a glover, um, which is, was just a standard, and was actually quite well, one of the less desirable trades because you used a lot of dog poo. Um, in it, so it's making gloves out of animal skins, but to tan the the skins and make them usable, and into leather, you had to kind of mix them with with and rub them with with excrement of various animals, both and human excrement. So Shakespeare lived in a very stinky house growing up. Yeah, well then, it it was stinky everywhere anyway. I mean, they they didn't have, I well. They had they had some hygiene. I mean, they carried their own spoons around, so they they were aware of diseases in that regard. But they 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 didn't have toilets or, well, not toilets as we know it. They didn't have canal system, nothing like no. that. No sewage. No, you, to go to toilet, you'd go to the local stream, the running stream, and you'd go into the running stream, and it would wash away, and then you don't think about it, much like we do with toxic waste nowadays. Yeah, put it yeah. in that stream. Look, it's washed away. We don't need to think about it anymore. It's fine. That that other country won't mind. <laughs> no, and and we got bigger guns than them anyway, so it's fine. That's that is totally how it works. <laughs> oh, I feel sad now. Um, so yes, I I I like this. If if I was a an actor, which I'm not, but if I was an actor, I might consider this as as one of my set sonnets to learn. I could be up on stage waving my arms around madly, and and saying these words. It'd be quite good. I'm not sure if waving your arms around madly would improve. That's the how sonic. you do Shakespeare. You, you, Shakespeare, you have to gesticulate a lot. Think Brian Blessed. It's lots of it's. Oh, I wish this wasn't video. Shakespeare doing Shakespeare performances and being a politician have quite similar in sort of the arm wavingness. It's, it's true. Um, in fact, a lot of Shakespearean actors go into politics and and vice versa. Uh, it's a true fact. True fact in the sense it's not true at all. <laughs> it's it is it is originally made up <laughs> but, uh, and and I've just applied the word true in quite a poetic way to it. Um would you like to read this one out? I I think I oh dear. You'll be fine. This, this there are is... lots of m's and and you you're quite good with m's. They're not there aren't many s's so you'll be fine. It's it's the s and the th's that are close together that that screw I think you'll me. Be fine. Sonnet 82. I grant thou wert not married to my muse, and therefore mayst without attaint o'erlook the dedicated words which writers use of their fair subject, blessing every book. Thou art as fair in knowledge as in hue, finding thy worth a limit past my praise. 
and therefore art enforced to seek anew some fresher stamp of their time-bettering days. And do so, love, yet when they have devised what strained touches rhetoric can land, thou truly fear wert truly sympathised in true plain words by thy true-telling friend, and their gross painting might be better used, where cheeks need blood, in thee it is abused. You did it! See, it was the arm waving that helped you there. He was gesticulating us. I was just wildly throwing my arms around. Oh, that was Sonnet 82 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. Um, you've been listening to uh, a podcast called Shakespeare's Sonnets, in case you didn't know. Um, I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I've been Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. And we will be back next time with, with Sonnet 83. I still can't believe we're in the 80s with these sonnets. Uh, Sonnet 83, and we shall see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hillis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.